Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Hello, welcome back. If you have been here for a while, thank you for being on this journey with me. If you haven't already, I would love it if you could head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave a review because it really does help other people find the podcast and helps us as women in the property industry grow. So today I want to talk about getting your message across because I think universally one of the things we all want to do is communicate better. And as you may know, I'm a DISC certified practitioner, which means I teach the DISC model to individuals and companies. It's a behavioral tendencies-based assessment. So it talks about what your natural tendencies are in situations. And there's four main styles. There's the dominant style. These are the really fast-paced, quite direct, assertive, results-driven people. Then there are the influencers. These are the connectors, the collaborators. They like to take action and be fast-moving, but they really want to be on the journey with other people. Then we have the steadiness style, and these are the doers. They don't ever want to let people down. They are the workhorses that take on a lot, but they really want to be a great team player, and they really do contribute a great deal even if they don't necessarily speak up. And then we have the conscientious people. And these are the people that are in the detail. They really know things backwards and forwards. They understand what needs to be done. They're methodical. They like to take their time and get it right. But the result is they do get it right. And they really sort of don't like confrontation, but they are so valuable, again, in their contribution. That's a little overview of DISC, but I was running this training last week and one of the questions I asked was, what would make it easier to do your job better? And one of the participants responded and said, it's all about communication. All of the problems we have come down to communication, which I think is something that many people can relate to. Often it's the misalignments or the miscommunications that leave gaps in things or can create an unnecessary duplication of work, or it can be that work's getting done, but it doesn't have the visibility, so people don't recognise that things are happening, and all of that is communication. Me, as a facilitator, as the coach, I always want to probe a bit deeper, and I asked him, I said, you know, where is communication falling down in your work specifically? And he said, the problem isn't that I'm not communicating, the problem is that they aren't understanding. And this is the challenge, because so many of us, think that we are really clear in our communication, but for whatever reason, it seems to fall on deaf ears or it seems to get misinterpreted. And of course, communication is always a two-way street. There's always the person talking and the person listening and then the banter back and forth. It's always an engagement that involves at least two parties and that always allows room for confusion and misunderstanding. But the key to communicating well And getting your message across is making sure that you're communicating in a way that resonates with the listener, not in a way that feels natural and good for you. This shift, this reframe in thinking about how we communicate and seeing it from someone else's view, it is incredibly hard to do. It requires us to really step back and see it from their shoes. And it requires a great deal of understanding and empathy and a real commitment to 
getting the message across. And I think what generally happens is we are so busy. We've got so many things we need to do. Plus our mind is constantly rattling ideas and thoughts. You know, on average, we have 60,000 thoughts a day. That's a lot of thoughts that our brains are processing. And so what we tend to do is we convey information in the simplest way possible for us. And that's perfectly normal. It's perfectly natural. It's what our brains are designed to do. But effective communication, really making sure someone understands what you're saying, requires you to slow down. It requires us to dig deeper. It requires us to think about how we are showing up, not just through our words, but also through our tone, through our manner, through our general energy. It requires us to think about how does the other person receive information? What are their preferences to receiving data? It requires us to be empathetic with what's going on in their work and in their lives. And oftentimes it really requires us to step away from what we know and what we do naturally in order to ensure that our message resonates with the listener because that's what's important. We already know what we know. We've got that information in our heads already. We don't need to communicate the message to ourselves. We need to communicate it to others. So the focus stops being on what am I saying and it starts being on what are they understanding. And then the next part is how do I help them understand this message more clearly? And there are a number of ways we can do that. We can understand what their natural tendencies are. So coming back to that DISC profile, understanding whether they're a dominant style, whether they're an influencer, whether they have that steadiness style or that conscientious style, that will all give you insights to understand what they need in order to interpret a message. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career oriented women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. And again, sort of going back to some examples, if you're a dominant style, you want the facts, you want it presented concisely, You don't want the fluff. You're not interested in the banter. You want to know what's going on, what needs to happen next. Your results focus. You're probably more interested in the solution than the problem. And you want to hear the information early, directly, with no fluff around the edges. Whereas if you're a conscientious style, then you actually want to know the context. You want to have time to digest the information. You want to understand the detail and know that a rigorous process or methodology has been applied to coming to this point. And you probably will need time to step away and think it through and work out what the next steps are. And so when we know this about people, it means we can start to tailor our messaging in a way that resonates with the audience. It might mean at times adjusting our communication method. Some people will just want the email that gives them the hard, cold facts or put it in the report and I'll see it there. Other people will want a half an hour meeting to understand what's happened and what's going to happen moving forward. They will want to have an active conversation with you to understand what's happening. So I think it's really helpful to think about what is that other person's natural preferences in terms of communication and messaging. Now, another big part is understanding where that person is at on an emotional level. And this is about EQ. This is about recognizing those subtle cues about when someone is stressed 
or someone is distracted or something else is going on for someone and they may not be fully present in the communication with you. And some people call this gut feel and, you know, this does come naturally to some people, but emotional intelligence is something that we can all learn, we can all get better at, and it's something we should all be working to do because understanding that interpersonal relationship and what's going on for someone allows us to peel back another layer and make it easier to communicate with each other, to share ideas, to get better outcomes. It can be as simple as picking up on those physical cues. Does someone look happy? Does someone look distracted? Does someone look anxious? Taking the time to recognize that will help you pitch your message to the right tone. If someone is looking stressed and you come in super cheery and on top of the world, whilst that optimistic messaging, while that optimistic view may be intended to uplift them, the reality is it's unlikely that they'll be able to meet your energy level at that moment. And so it can be much more effective to tone down that enthusiasm and that positivity and meet someone where they're at and just start the conversation or start the communication by checking in with them. Are you okay? Is there anything you need? And when we start to have these conversations, we really start to humanize each other. We stop just being boss and employee or colleagues or client and consultant. We start to break down these relationships and we start to see each other for the individuals we are. And the truth is we are all hugely complex and we are all dealing with an array of different things at any one time from work to personal lives, to our own internal challenges and growth. The more we can demystify each other, the more we can be open to connecting on a deeper level, the easier it will be to connect with each other in a genuine way and really ensure that we're being understood on both sides. And again, coming back to the fact that every communication involves at least two people. It is never about just communicating a message and it going into the world perfectly. That's not how communication works. Communication is about landing the message with someone so that they understand what they need to understand. And more often than not, to be really successful in our work, we also need to have the buy-in of that person. So it's how do we communicate the message and how do we get them on the same page so that we are aligned and we are moving forward in the same direction with clarity and with confidence. And this is a process for each of us. And we never get to a point where we've just nailed our communication and we're done. It will continue to be a work in progress for all of our lives. As people change, as relationships change, as roles change, as we change, all of this will impact how we communicate and how people receive our messaging. And I think it's important to acknowledge that sometimes this is messy. Communication is hard. And the more we can talk about it openly, the more we can check in, the more we can ask for clarification and insight, the better, because there's nothing worse than communicating messages into the world and no one understanding them or not getting the acknowledgement or the response or the support that's required. So I want to leave you today with a little bit of homework. I want you to think about who you're communicating with and really break it down. Step back and take a look at them. What is it that you know about them? What do you know about how they'd like to receive information? And a really good way to gauge this is how they talk to others. Are they directing their communication or do they like to provide context and slowly build the story? Do they give the cold hard facts or do they give copious amounts of detail? Really think about it and challenge yourself to step into their shoes. Think about what they need from you in order to understand your message and then check their tone, check where they're at, decide what the right method is. Is it a face-to-face conversation in the hallway? Is it an email? Is it a conversation in the corridor? Is it a meeting? Is it a phone call? Often it's a combination of both because the truth is 
we are all processing so many thoughts. We are receiving so much data every moment of every day that not every message lands well. So do we need to reiterate it? And if so, what's the right way to do that? So just take a step back. Think about what the message is that you really want to land and think about how you can do it effectively. Take that extra five minutes and I would love to hear how you go in this process. And if anything shifts for you, if you did anything differently, if you've got a different outcome, please come over to LinkedIn. I'm Rebecca Bangura and share your insights with me. I would love to hear from you. And final thought for the day is please remember that improving our communication and really nailing our message, it takes time. It takes practice and it's the commitment to getting better at this and, well, at everything every day is what makes people successful. It's that growth mindset. It's that commitment to keep doing the work and showing up and improving ourselves and improving what we deliver every day. And on that note, have a beautiful day and go away and think about how do you need to share your information so that that other person really understands the message that you are trying to get across. You've got this, my friend. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm Rebecca Bangura, and if you'd like to learn more about what I do, head over to LinkedIn and connect with me. Have a beautiful day, and I'll see you next time.